Welcome to the Not Just Any Business Podcast from Not Just Any CPA Firm, Honkamp Kruger. Here are your hosts for this episode, marketing partner and CMO, Nicole Gantz, and marketing supervisor, Amy Bell Qualick. Ladies, Welcome. Thanks for joining us on the Not Just Any Business podcast from Top 100 CPA and Business Consulting Firm, Honkamp Kruger. I'm Amy Bell Qualick. And I'm Nicole Gantz. And welcome back for this episode where we will be discussing the tens of thousands of dollars annually, yes, annually, you could be overpaying or missing in your tax planning and strategy. Yes, it's true this happens all the time to business owners across the country, but our guests today have a way for you to possibly uncover these missed opportunities and recover from them. Our guests today are HK Partners, Jay Harris and Reggie Rowe. Jay and Reggie have been assisting business owners with tax planning, strategy, and recovery, and are the resident experts on HK's tax gap review. This program has uncovered millions in total savings for business owners for the past five years. At the end of the episode, we're going to have a special code for you to turn in to get your free tax gap review from Han Camp Kruger. So welcome, Jay and Reggie. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Thank you. So first off, uh, when did you start uncovering savings like this for business owners? You know, what drove to these massive recoveries you were finding for people? Sure. It all started with a, a client of ours, a franchise client that asked for asked us just to take a second look at her, her work. She wasn't maybe comfortable where her current CPA um, was at and didn't think she was getting the advice she needed. And so she sent it over and on a whim, we said we'd, we'd take a quick look. And um, after digging into to the nuts and bolts of it, we ended up uncovering, I think it was right around nine or $10,000 worth of savings. And it included multiple things, but the, the key component I think that stuck out for us was that she had, hadn't been aware and never been advised on a lot of those items. So I think it was a, a roadmap we laid out um, for her that was, wasn't just a year, it was about a two year, two year stretch. But in the end, I think now she's as tax efficient as she can be. And there was some legislation that was passed that a lot of people just didn't realize was affecting their taxes that much, correct? Back in 2015? Yes, that's the PATH Act. Um, there were a lot of changes that a lot of business owners weren't aware of, so that really drove this initiative as well, um, really digging into some of these issues and, and bringing them to light for a lot of business owners and you know, giving them a peace of mind that you know, they had a CPA that was you know, comfortable with, with the new tax law and digging into all these issues and being proactive with them as well. Awesome. So what are the kind of opportunities you're talking about here that are getting missed so often? Yeah. So most of the time it's, you know, really three key areas. You're looking at what type of entity structure are these businesses set up? Um, you know, what's the, the compensation, um, you know, structure? How are they getting money out of the business? Is it the most tax efficient way to get money out of the business? There's different accounting methods that they could be using um, between their financial statements and tax returns to yield some tax savings. So those are the three main areas among other there's, you know, there's tax credits that are out there as well, depending on, you know, the nature of your business, if you're in a specific franchise and, and so forth. So those are the main areas. And uh, it's really, you know, eye opening when you dig into some of these opportunities and, you know, talk to business owners and they realize that, you know, nobody's ever brought brought this to their attention. And, you know, it really, really hits home for them. Yeah, and I just want to digress a little bit on the entity structure thing, because sometimes people have chosen it based on advice from maybe their attorney, and really they need to consider the tax implications as well. Absolutely. You know, the attorneys, they're they're trying to get the, the liability protection in place for, for the business owner clients, and, you know, oftentimes they don't dig into the, the tax issues. So as part of the review here, we, we dig into, you know, how are you set up? Why were you set up that way? Does it make sense to still be set up that way? And what are some, you know, opportunities for savings by, by maybe changing that structure. 
Sure. So uh, can you give some examples, like real life examples of what you found in some of these recoveries? Sure. I think one of one of the the first ones we did um, that I did was uh, work opportunity tax credit related, and it just basically revolved around um, a, a franchise owner that had his uh, best friend helping him, um, which is also a CPA, and uh, the, the client that we had was actually getting work opportunity tax credits, but the CPA was failing to incorporate them correctly on the tax return, so therefore he was paying for credits he wasn't. You know, obviously utilizing. And what we had to do basically was tell them that in a nice way and go back and amend three years for, I think it was just a little shy of maybe $20,000 he got back. That was just, that's just one component that was, wasn't was entity related or, or anything else. That was just, just an item that was just simply missed. Is that difficult when uh, prospective clients, uh, you uncover mistakes and their current CPA is a close friend? It, it, it definitely is. We've had uh, numerous numerous discussions with folks that have, whether it's a, a relative, a, a best friend, best man from a wedding that, that handles their books as their CPA. And, you know, I think it comes down to our discussion. It comes down to, you know, business is business. And maybe you've out, you know, it is a hard discussion to have when you've outgrown that person. But I think we just try to put it into perspective that, you know, you, you know, from day one, you were you were small or smaller and now you're big enough or there's a lot more. Um, tax components coming into play and, and, and he or she just may not be capable or have the horsepower anymore. And we even go as far as we have some letters drafted that we can send to 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 uh, new clients to help them with that, um, I guess, the onboarding and the offboarding, um, so to speak there, um, which seems to make it a lot easier and allows them kind of an easy out if they if they want to choose that. So yeah. you have you have breakup letters for them to use to we do. fire we, their CPA? We, we do. They're very well written. <laughs> yeah, that's I think and that's one of the biggest concerns. They don't want to hurt a friendship and and sometimes, you know, we it, we tell them it's it's you can still be friends, obviously, but money's money. And if, if there's tax savings opportunities that they're not aware of, you know, you really should consider for your business sake and your employees um, sake, a, a CPA firm that can handle that. So beyond um, employment tax credits, there's other opportunities out there. Yeah. Um, so an example that, that I came across was a large franchise operator um, had been working with their accountant for numerous years. Uh, they went through the complimentary tax gap review, really dug in and uh, saw that they were, they were filing um, as a partnership um, and we're getting getting hit with some unnecessary um, additional tax uh, as a result of that entity structure. You know, crunched some numbers and you know said, well, hey, if you were to convert to to an S corporation versus a partnership, here's what the tax savings would be, and that that equated to about forty thousand dollars annually. So you know, they really you know sat up straight in their chair and said, whoa, whoa, you know, we've never never been made aware of this. And, you know, this is where it's our, you know, the fun part of our job as CPAs is to dig into these issues. It's not the number crunching. It's, you know, how do we help our clients, you know, give them more advisory services and help them, you know, put more money in their pockets. Right. And we've seen that where it's not just a few thousand dollars here and there. Sometimes it is 40,000, you know, 10 to 40,000. That's pretty substantial. It's very substantial for many owners. And I think I mentioned this, but that wasn't a one-time savings. That was an annual savings. So right. that really multiplies, you know, really quickly. Really, really quickly. Are there other areas beyond that that you're finding major savings? Yeah, I think I think one of the other areas, or there's actually two um, other areas I think that we see often are missed or just not addressed properly. And I guess one would be the method of accounting used on the tax returns. I think that's a big item that, in, especially in recent years, in, in, in light of some of the, the new legislation that we've taken a second look at, it's opened a few doors in different industries, um, such as manufacturing and things like that, where where you can potentially look from an, an accrual or cash method and, and help the client determine what's going to be their best fit 
Um, a lot of times um, in, in certain franchise spaces, we see a lot of CPAs just automatically assume that they should be a cruel method of accounting. And yes, we recommend that um, from financial statement purposes, but a lot of times the, the cash method from the tax return can be more beneficial. And we, we try to break that out and show clients um, the benefit of that. And although that's more of a one-time savings, there is significant savings there. Um, and then the reasonable comp discussion, I've had a number of clients that or I guess now clients that when we when we did our tax gap analysis or review that had extraordinarily large um, W-2s or salaries out there and it was only because they were trying to figure out a way to utilize maybe their S-Corp in an effective manner and that was the only way they knew how to pay themselves more. Sure. So a lot of it, I mean, that could easily be over $10,000 as well. It's just, it's kind of just creating that roadmap for them and, and making sure they're aware of, of the impact of the changes and ultimately how to consistently, I think, move forward with them. And it really becomes not just a science, but an art on how you put this together. So the strategy works for their specific situation, their specific business. You know, there's just, there's more to it than just the numbers, like you said. And, and, it, and the other thing we try to do is with the tax gap, I guess we didn't get into this, is take a holistic approach. We try to look at everything at once, including their personal tax returns. Um, you know, everything feeds into one and it wouldn't be fair to just look at one without the other because a lot of clients are involved with numerous activities or different businesses and we try to, you know, lay it all out. So we're putting the, um, putting them in the best position in, in terms of tax and in understanding what they have going on. Yeah, absolutely. So you briefly touched on um, the most recent tax reform in 2017. Has that impacted how you perform these reviews over this last year? Yeah, it definitely does. I mean, there were a lot of changes in, in that PATH Act in 2015, but with the, the most recent um, you know, tax reform that took place at the end of 2017, um, there's, there's still a lot of opportunities and you know, there's changes to the tax forms and everything like that. And we've, we've actually been completing um, some reviews recently and, and there are some areas that are missed that are part of this new tax law as well that you know, it's a, a, another great planning opportunity for the clients that, that we're working with. Yeah, so definitely take advantage of this now. I mean, there's never a better time than right now to take a look at this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's never never too early to begin, you know, any type of planning for your business, obviously, but especially tax planning. You know, we're pretty much knee-deep in, in tax projections from, you know, September onward in any given year. But the last couple of years, we've, we've started that process even earlier because, you know, it's, you know, it's never a good thing to, um, you know, have to write the, the government that extra check, but it's even worse not knowing that you have to, mm -hmm. you know, shell out those additional funds for a tax liability. So, you know, we are, we are different in the fact that we want to be proactive through that planning throughout the year and, you know, not waiting until, you know, December 31st or January of the following year, you know, then it, then it's too late. Um, it's really, you know, moving away from just the compliance piece, as Jay said, and, you know, more that advisory role with our clients. So you've mentioned franchises, but what other industries are especially vulnerable to some of these missed opportunities? I think a couple of the bigger ones have been the manufacturing, maybe construction niches that we work in, as well as um, maybe the medical medical fields. There's a lot of opportunities there we've been seeing. Um, and really, it's any industry. I think it just depends upon one's um, CPA or CPA firm and how proactive and what kind of horsepower they have to dig in, you know, each year and look at this and treat it not as just a number, but, you know, as, as, a, as a puzzle you put together every year and trying to use um, the different the tax changes and use everything as effectively as you can. You're talking about industry specialization and advisory services. Those just happen to be two of the main reasons that somebody does switch CPA firms. So it sounds like this tax gap review really fits well into that as showing uh, a firm's industry expertise and being more advisory rather than just a compliance house for a CPA firm. Definitely. I think one of the things that sets us apart on these tax gap calls is most of 
these folks were having with have never either, you know, have difficulty getting a hold of their CPA or don't hear back timely and and or their their current CPA doesn't have the the depth and, and horsepower and knowledge in the specific industry to really help them. They've, maybe they've helped them early on, but as they've grown and, and gotten bigger and things have changed, laws have changed, it's, it's they've kind of just outpaced Absolutely. that individual. Yeah, definitely. So you've mentioned this complimentary tax cap review. What would a business owner need to provide to get that complimentary review? Yeah, all that we really need to get started would just be your most recent personal tax return, business tax return, and, and year-end financial statement. It's really that simple. Awesome. That makes it pretty easy. So when you're not saving uh, business owners and individuals on taxes, what do you like to do in your free time? Yeah, I really, really enjoy playing golf and, um, you know, entertain some clients with some golf outings, uh, playing some golf tournaments during the summertime. And uh, yeah, other than that, just really enjoy spending time with family as well. I'd, I'd echo the family part uh, and I'd throw in maybe some coaching, uh, whether that's basketball or baseball. Um, and, and otherwise, you'd, you'd probably find me on the, the Mississippi River uh, walleye fishing in a few tournaments here and there. What's your biggest catch? Um... Probably. They put you on the spot. <laughs> eight, yeah, eight, eight and a half pounder, probably. Nice. In the Very Mississippi? Nice. In, in a tournament, believe it or not. Oh, so we got really lucky that day. I'm not swimming in the Mississippi. There's nothing <laughs> in there. The catfish are even bigger. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm staying out of it. So we like to do a segment on this podcast called What Alexa Can't Tell You. And it's where we discuss in this digital age the questions you just can't get answered through a Google search. So what is it that Alexa can't answer for us when it comes to those tough questions that a business owner should be asking him or herself about their tax strategy, especially if they maybe don't have a very strong strategy right now? Sure. I, th- I think one of the biggest things Alexa can't tell you is that it's, it's not always an easy answer. And I think a lot of it depends, um, you know, as any good tax advice or a question when you, when you, I guess when you get a good tax question, the answer is always, it depends on other attributes and what else you have going on. And that's, I guess, one of the things we really try to focus in on is again, the holistic approach and what are all the variables out there and try to put that, you know, puzzle together. That's actually the fun part of the job is trying to put all that together in, in the most efficient way that, that benefits the client the most versus strictly just the compliance type work. And I would just add that, you know, some of the questions are, you know, when's the last time you've had a a formal review? Um, Have you looked into these issues that we've talked about, the compensation model, the entity structure? Are you taking advantage of all the tax incentives? Your method of accounting, is that appropriate? You know, obviously, Alexa can't answer those questions. You have to dig in and, you know, look look to see, you know, what what's, uh, you know, what's been the path that you've been on and, you know, have those issues been addressed. And really just getting one-on-one with a CPA advisor that knows your industry is pretty key because you are most likely going to be unique in your situation by where you live, um, by the, maybe the number of employees you have, just your marketplace. I mean, everything is very individualized. And so making sure that you go through this with someone is very crucial to make sure that the plan is right for you. I mean, there's no out-of-the-box tax strategy. That, that's correct. I think one of the big things we also talk about is, you know, what's your what's your end game? What's your succession plan? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of CPAs fail to ask that because sometimes you can help answer some of the questions or help the client answer some of the questions along the way if you know their end game or what their ultimate plan is. Right, absolutely, because that can determine the decisions you make along the way you know, each year that you're in business, each five years, 10 years, that kind of thing. Our episode one of not just any business podcast is exactly on that topic. So Mm -hmm. for our listeners, if you want to circle back to that topic on business transition, that's episode one. So moving on, do you see these opportunities for recovery dwindling in the coming years? Or do you think there will always be um, industries that are maybe vulnerable to these kind of tax fluctuations? 
you know, there's always going to be going to be something out there to plan for. Obviously, whatever the tax environment is, I mean, you know, as as tax rates you know go down, you know, there's there's ways to you know maximize strategies to you know maybe recognize some income that that you didn't have to recognize in a higher rate environment, or you know, if tax rates go back up, you know, how do we maximize deductions and things of that nature? I mean, we're in it, in an interesting period right now, and there's always always something going on. We we joke that as CPAs we we have job security. There's always you know always something going on as far as tax law changes and and it's just not not just the tax law changes it's you know helping business owners you know manage their business from maybe from the accounting side and you know maximizing their resources there and making sure that they have accurate financial statements to make better business decisions and, and manage their business a little bit better as well right it's definitely like you guys say a holistic practice here and it's just not a set it and forget it type plan so when we talk about holistic what kind of services are we talking about so monthly accounting tax planning and preparation anything else there sure i think the, the most common services would be you know the monthly or quarterly accounting work the tax the compliance work the both business and personal tax returns the, the tax com- planning component um, as well as payroll tax credits um, and anything else that may be relevant and, you know sometimes we're even the backroom controller for some of our clients um, and, and help them handle everything from the, what we would consider somewhat simple decisions to just this, just maybe just reconciliation work. Mm-hmm. And I would just add that, you know, in, in the environment that we're in, we're, you know, in that baby boomer environment where there's a lot of businesses that are being transitioned. So that business transition planning is key. Um, as, as businesses get transitioned, business valuation is also a key component of that. You know, owners want to know where, where their business is valued at as they begin to make decisions on their retirement. And then that feeds into our, you know, retirement planning. So it's kind of a stepping stone approach, so to speak. But uh, it's really, really a nice, nice setup for business owners to have this at their disposal. You have it all in one place. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. So what do you wish business owners would know about their tax situation that maybe they aren't considering right now? I guess the big, the biggest thing is sooner rather than later, because from what we found, you know, through the reviews that we've conducted, it's just, wow, if I would have known about that sooner, I could have made, you know, different decisions that would have, you know, made my business better, put more money in my pocket. I think that's the biggest takeaway. Jay, I don't know what your thoughts are. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing for me, just the, the proactive approach, is getting started with tax planning, not in December, so you have 30 days to make a decision. But as Reggie alluded to earlier, we like to start in August, September, and try to give give a respective owner, you know, six, seven months to make a decision before April 15th mm-hmm. uh, when anything could potentially be due. So they have up until 1231, they have that three or four month window to try to put those pieces together and then allow us to help them determine, you know, what's left. Right. Being proactive, like we like to always bring up. So any final words of advice that people can take and implement right away in this upcoming tax planning season? You know, it's it's never never a bad time to just reassess. You know where where things are at with your your personal situation as well as your as well as your business situation. Um, that's the whole you know theory behind this complimentary review that we've been referring to. So you know we would encourage people to take that second look. It, it never hurts. Uh, it gives business owners a peace of mind, and you know you never know you may be able to uh, stumble upon forty thousand dollars of annual savings. Right, definitely. Well, thank you guys so much for being here and sharing your insights on this hot topic. It's very important right now, very relevant. I think it's on a lot of people's minds. That does it for today's episode. So thank you also to Happy Smith Productions for producing. So the special code for the complimentary tax gap is less tax, L-E-S-S-T-A-X. To turn that in, call us at 888-556-0123, email us at info at or shout out to us via our social media pages. 
Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future hot topics. And we'll see you next time on the Not Just Any Business Podcast.